0: Creativity matters in medicine. Find out why next on The Scope. These are the conversations happening inside healthcare that are going to transform healthcare. The Healthcare Insider is on The Scope. This is Gretchen Case from the Division of Medical Ethics and Humanities, and I'm speaking with Jay Baruch. Uh, Dr. Baruch is an associate professor of emergency medicine at the Alpert Medical School at Brown University, and he also serves as the director of medical humanities and bioethics scholarly concentration there at Brown. What we're going to be talking about today is creativity in medicine. Tell me why creativity matters in a field that we often think about as based on science, based on evidence. Where does cre- creativity matter in medicine and why?
1: Well, first off, I will just say that evidence does matter and knowledge matters and facts matter and we need to know things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the truth of the matter, there's so many different problems that we face uh in the care of patients that don't come prepackaged with um with easy solutions um sometimes the answer um unlike medical education the answer sometimes isn't a b uh, c or d um it's it's none of them and uh, sometimes the the biggest challenge is like trying to learn how to ask the right questions and um and to be open to the possibilities of what might be going on because we take care of patients, and, uh, and these patients are human beings, and no two patients are really ever the same. Even if you have two people with chest pain, two people with belly pain, um, your mind's going to work very, very differently, um, depending upon not just their symptoms, but the, but the other issues that are, are at play, um, uh, which oftentimes which are as important, if not more important, than the, the medical stuff that we glom onto.
0: And how do you think, in particular, your work as an ER physician, has called you to think more about creativity and to teach more about creativity?
1: Well, first off, the question becomes like, what do you mean by creativity? And it's just a tough, it's a tough thing to to sort of start dissecting because there's like a zillion definitions for creativity or maybe not a zillion, but there's a lot. And so how I like to look at it is from the perspective of like, how how does creativity manifest itself uh, in sort of clinical practice and many of the ways that it operates? And that gives you, I think, a little bit more of a handle on uh, what we mean. What we mean by it, because it becomes more personal. So, uh, how I look at creativity as sort of thinking divergently. Um, when a patient comes in with a particular set of, of complaints or issues, to think openly as much as possible, to be, uh, to create possibilities to, to ask different types of questions um, before sort of winnowing down and trying to have an answer. Uh, creativity involves sort of make, trying to make connections um, between sort of disparate ideas. Even when we think about sort of innovation, uh, oftentimes we're not creating something new, but, we, but we're taking two dissimilar things and we're seeing those connections. And that, that functions in, at the bedside, too, in the care that we have of patients because sometimes there are so many different things going on. And to be open to the fact that there are, there are other elements at play. Uh, Creativity also acknowledges the importance of taking risks. You know, that patients sometimes don't want to hear like the rote response. You know, every end of life conversation can be very, very different depending upon the stories, um, the situations, the, the relationships, the family, um, encounters, their, the, the status of, of, of their relationships. You have to be able to sort of be able to adapt and take, and take some risks. Um, and some, some families are going to want, um, more direct approach. Some people are going to want a more hands-off approach. Some people are going to sort of want to have all the facts. They want more direction. Um, other people just need time and they're not ready for that conversation. Mm-hmm. But you, but at some point you have to be able to sort of willing to sort of take risks and, I, and, as the, and that, that risk taking is at a very human level. It's the same risk that we sort of take when we just meet people on the street, or we meet people at parties and we have conversations. These are normal conversations. We seem to forget the fact that we're that um, that we're so scared sometimes of saying the wrong thing that we're not willing to come out of ourselves to sort of really try to connect. So to be able to take risks on, at a very human level um, in how we engage with patients, and it also involves keep maintaining our personality and maintaining our, our personal physician voice, mm-hmm. um, which sometimes is lost if perhaps we get taught that there's a certain script that you need to follow. Um, so to be able to have that courage and that bravery to sort of come off script. And and lastly, I think, is to recognize that sometimes we'll fail. There's this tension at play where medicine, uh, people in medicine, physicians, are often criticized for being less human, they want we want our doctor to be more human but at the same time we don't want to recognize that humans will make mistakes and we're fallible uh, and it's that's a really tough place to negotiate when you're a younger doctor I think I'm, I'm still struggling with that as an as, as an older doctor uh, so you know the ability to make connections to think divergently um, to be able to take risks and to recognize that failure is is sometimes part of this problem process. of uh, that's very, very complex uh, on many, many different levels.
0: So what would you say to someone who says, I'm not creative? And I'm thinking of a scientist in the lab. I'm thinking of a medical student in their first or second year. I'm thinking of an advanced physician who you say, creativity is important. And they say, I'm not creative.
1: One line would be, everyone's creative. That's 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 it. And that's not from me, it's you know, from from designers who have talked about this, um, about people population of individuals in general. But I think the problem is that when we think about creativity, we think about sort of artistic creativity. Mm -hmm. And you know, you might someone might not be envision themselves a writer. Um however they can become a better writer than they actually are. And there have been so many times when I've had students or, or fellow colleagues who have said, I don't write. I'm not creative, I don't write. And they are stunningly good writers. So my first response to those people is, one, everyone can be creative. Secondly, don't make the mistake of thinking about creativity and what we do and, um, uh, and and tie that, tether that to artistic creativity because they're, they're different things. Um, people will be good at different tasks regardless of what you do, whether it's creative or not. Um, so the fact that you're not a good musician and you don't envision yourself a writer or you can't draw or I can't dance, that doesn't mean you're creative. It just means that perhaps those are things that did not come naturally to you that you have not pursued. Um, creativity also involves a certain measure of vulnerability mm-hmm. and as you know that I am my body does not move gracefully in space and so <laughs> I tend to avoid those situations that involve me moving gracefully in space and and a lot am, am I as bad as I think I am maybe maybe not but what's always at play is the vulnerability involved in saying oh I'm not so good at this I look silly so the ability and the willingness to, to like, I'm going to be silly. It's okay to be silly, you know, because that's the only way I can become my vulner- allow my vulnerabilities to, to sort of emerge and surface, and that becomes really important because there's so much vulnerability that's experienced and felt by our patients that we don't always recognize that it's really hard to sit down and tell us something that is really profound that is that you're something that you're very scared of. Very fearful of uh, that can be hard. Even if it's someone that you know well, it's an emotional place that is tough to describe, and that you really need to. I think students really need to just feel it themselves to perhaps have a better um, better insight into what their patients are going through when they're when they're telling them um, telling them information.
0: And I think that's probably a good lesson, not just for early learners, students, but throughout your career, throughout anyone's career, to remember to stop and take those risks, even if you think you're an expert or even if you think you know in which ways you are creative or you're not.
1: And it's really easy. So I'm trying to think about people who might be out there. Uh, it's really easy to take risks. Say, okay, you know, we need to take more risks. Take more risks.
0: However, if you think about
1: it, usually the best dressed people in the hospital are the people who are in risk management, Right. <laughs> Um, so on one hand, I don't want to give the wrong impression that there are, you know, efforts to sort of have replicable models and to reduce medical error and reduce, you know, mistakes and to improve systems. Those are important. We're not saying we don't want chaos in the hospitals. We don't want people to say, no, we're going to try this to prevent our patients from falling. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. And but when you live in an environment where risk with a capital R is um, is an ever present place in hospital systems, sometimes it can be very difficult to get people to understand what that sort of what we mean by sort of like the little R, the little risk that we want you to take at the bedside, um, the emotional risk that we, perhaps we want we want um, the students to to take, or perhaps patients want want from us from their providers.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been talking about creativity and medicine, and actually one of the things that we talked about this morning is what do you want people to go away thinking about when they're thinking about creativity and medicine?
1: I would say the following. First off, medicine is inherently a creative act. Uh, It's fraught with uncertainty and ambiguity, and we have to recognize that. And people who are quite expert in trafficking in those sort of liminal spaces, those spaces of uh, of, of those white spaces um, are, are artists, you know, um, artists of all stripes, whether it's writers, designers, you know, visual artists, whoever. And there's a great, I think there's a great opportunity uh, for medicine of the future to expand its concept of uh, who should be part of the healthcare team um, or the educational uh, team and and medical schools and there is a there's a place for for artists in that um and I, I think there's a necessary place for artists in that uh by, have, by, by taking advantage of their ability to think differently about what we're doing um it gives us an opportunity to reflect upon the processes that we've that we've sort of latched on to in the past um and and adjust and um and make plans for uh for a future where I think the challenges that we're all going to be facing are, are going to be um, new and interesting and profound, and uh, and are going to affect our communities um, in deep ways, and they're going to expect us as healthcare providers to be able to respond uh, to their experiences in a meaningful way. Be a part of the conversation that transforms healthcare. Leave a comment and tell us what you're thinking. The Healthcare Insider is a production of thescoperadio.com. University of Utah Health Sciences Radio.